Jazz Heads Radio, brought to you in conjunction with Wakefield Jazz, a lovely little jazz club in Yorkshire. Welcome to Jazz Heads Live. Uh, we have with us the uh, fantastic Dave Newton, uh, one of my personal uh, all-time favourite pianists. Uh, Dave, you've been coming to the club for quite a number of years now. Uh, yeah, I don't know how long the club's been running, but um, since about 1990 or something, so what's that, 27 years? Yeah, that's right, so it's, uh, we're celebrating 30 years in May this year. Oh, wow. Well, maybe it was before that then. I, I, <laughs> and, how, and how do you find the club? Well, I love coming here because the very first time I played here, the audience response was astounding. And, and it always has been, ever since. So it's always a treat. So tonight you're here with Derek Nash and uh, Clark Tracy and Jeff Gascoigne mm. on bass. You've picked three tracks for us. So the first one is something that is from your repertoire. The second is something that you think is a bit underrated. And then thirdly, an all-time favourite. Now, what's the first track you picked for us? The first track is a Joni Mitchell tune called Both Sides Now that I recorded on an album called Inspired, which was recorded, I think, about 93. And um, I, I just, it's a, I was very lucky to record it on a nice piano, and um, I think I got slightly carried away, but I, I, it doesn't make me cringe when I hear it now. <laughs> so that's a good reason for playing it.
The second is really anything you can find uh, of Dave McKenna playing solo piano. Um, Dave McKenna, I wouldn't say he was ever underrated, but he's—it's uh, not something you come across in the jazz press or on the radio. Um, he was something of a hero to many, many piano players, not just piano players, all kinds of. Uh, jazz players love Dave's playing but his solo piano playing is something different it's real two-handed piano playing he invents the most astonishing bass lines as well as astonishing solo lines um, and he seems to have a third hand I like music that's mysterious and it makes me go how on earth is he doing that and He's one of those piano players. So anything you can find of him playing solo uh, would, I'm sure, be a treat.
And thirdly, more pianos, I'm afraid. It's a recording that turned my head in 1977. And it's an evening with Chick Corea and Herbie Hancock. And the track I'd like you to play is a long track. But it's of those two playing Liza, an old standard. Uh, I think it's Gershom. Couldn't be 100% sure of that. But it's an, ast an astounding piece of real jazz in as much as we have two people in a live situation communicating with one another telepathically. And that, for me, is what jazz is all about, where suddenly music from more than one person uh, just comes out of the ether and something new and different happens uh, and there's a kind of an electricity hovering above everybody's head that's connecting everybody. This particular track has so many moments where they sling the time around, they sling the harmony around, they take this song to bits and rebuild it. It's just an astonishing bit of communication between two musicians.
Thank you.
on uh, Jazz Heads Live, we now have Derek Nash, who I last saw when he came with Protect the Beat, and is probably famous to some people as uh, a man who uh, does a lot with Jules Holland. Yeah, yeah. well, I suppose uh, I see more people have seen me working with Jules Holland. We're talking 80, 90 gigs a year, usually 1,500, 2,000 people a time, plus the, um, I don't know, five or six million that watch the Hoot Nanny every New Year's Eve on television. So as as being observed, yes, that's my most prominent position, but I mean, it's not, it's it's an interesting thing. It's very seasonal, so uh, lots of time I still concentrate on all my other projects from Sax Appeal, which is nearly 40 years in existence now. To Protect the Beat, which is something like 15, 20 years, um, to the Acoustic Quartet, which is what I'm playing with tonight at Wakefield, which is now 8, 10 years, and two albums with exactly this lineup that's playing tonight, um, and four albums in total. So, yes, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> and how do you find coming to Wakefield Jazz? It's always, it's always a fantastic atmosphere. It's one of those clubs that we all actually really look forward to playing at. We don't look forward to the journey. I mean, everybody has a horror story about the journey of getting to Wakefield. Uh, And today, for once, I got it right, leaving at 11 in the morning, which is the only way. And actually get here mid-afternoon and have a chance to relax. But we've all done it. I I remember doing a sax appeal where everybody was stuck on either the A1 or the M1. And it was sort of up a seven court to eight, and half the band still weren't here. Ah, horror stories. So, uh, but it's always, they always make you very welcome. And it's always a great, appreciative listening audience. So... Oh, Looking forward yeah, to it's it. It's really tonight. nice to hear. In fact, you're on very, very soon, so uh, let's crack on. You've picked three tracks for us, and the first track is uh, something from your own repertoire. Yeah. I tell you what's interesting. I'm, I'm actually going to pick a tune which hopefully we're going to play tonight, which is probably a, a jazz tune I wrote called Voodoo Rex, which appeared on an album we did called Joyriding. Um, and I've now done it with Sax Appeal, my eight-piece band, and that's on their most recent CD, which is called Funkadine. And I've done a bit arrangement for Big Band. But what's really brought it home to me is the fact that this is the tune that's now beginning to spread amongst the community. Because the support band, who you can hear playing in the background right now, said, oh, uh, we play Voodoo Rex. And they actually play one of my tunes. And Sebastian de Crom, one of our regular drummers, who also teaches at Leeds College of Music up here, said, well, Voodoo Rex, yeah, somebody came to audition for Leeds College of Music and wanted to play Voodoo Rex as their audition piece. So that makes me incredibly proud, actually, that a piece of music that I've written is actually really affecting young up-and-coming jazzers, and they actually want to play it. So that makes just makes me very proud. I'm hoping tonight we're going to actually have a, get both bands up at the same time, the support band can come and join us and play that tune with us tonight. It'll be faster.
And uh, your second tune, Derek, so something from someone or a tune that you feel is a bit underrated. I think this tune is totally underrated and hardly known. It's called Escape. That's not escape, but E-scape. And it's written by a Scottish piano player called Ian Ray. He's probably most famous for being in Gallagher and Lyre. Uh, pop band, but he also runs a funky band down in Tunbridge Wells, which I've depped in many times, called Hard Lines. And I still work with Ian to this day. And this tune, as soon as I played it, I thought it was fantastic. And it's one of those tunes which I just thought, if Michael Brecker and Don Gronick had played this tune, it would be a cult standard and we'd all play it. But it's just been... Uh, just stuck in Tunbridge Wells and a few gigs that Hard Lines have done. And I think, just think it's a crying shame. But the only thing that has happened is that the great Morrissey Mullen covered it on one of their last albums. I think it's called This Must Be The Place, the album. And they did a version of that tune. So as far as I know, that's the only real proper recorded version of Eastgate. Amazing tune, well worth out there, totally underrated.
And the third tune, Derek, so something that's an all-time personal favourite for you. You see, I'm caught between two totally different stools here, and I'm going to say both of them, and then you can decide which one you want to play. Uh, one is the straight-ahead jazz side of me is Hank Mobley's Soul Station. I've always said that if I ever go on Desert Island Discs, every track is going to be from that album, because every time I listen to it, I, I gasp, and I cry out with joy, and I just say out loud, say, yeah, you know, Hank, that was it. He was just so swinging, so inventive, chorus after chorus. The rhythm section is absolutely fantastic. My favourite Blue Note album of all time. The other side of me is the fusion side of me, just loves Three Views of a Secret, written by Jacob Astorius and played by various versions of Weather Report and also with his own word of mouth big band. And that's just one of those tunes that um, just, it's the most amazing composition. It's, it's a modern orchestral composition done by a jazz ensemble and um, I just adore it. So there you go, you choose Hank Mobley, Soul Station, Three Views of a Secret. Jack of stories. That's great. Thank you, Derek. And uh, right, we're looking forward to the first set. Thanks. Thank you. 